Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hey there, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. You ready to have another conversation about Psalm 91? I certainly am. <laughs> Good. If I, can, if I can quit getting my tongue tangled up here, well, I'll we'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. So what I have here is the... Psalms and Proverbs by the Holman Christian Standard Bible, now more popularly known as the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB, the version formerly known as the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Psalm 91, the one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, he himself will deliver you from the hunter's net, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place. No harm will come to you, no plague will come near your tent, for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent. Because he is lovingly devoted to me, I will deliver him. I will exalt him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. We talked earlier in the week about this last section being God responding to. The way the CSB handled verse 9, it really brought out to me that actually there's a couple of places in this psalm where the the psalmist himself, his voice comes into it. And so you've got in Psalm 91, verse 1, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And then verse 2, I will say Mm -hmm. to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. And then it's back to third person in verse 3. Then you get to verse 9. Because you have made the Lord... Well, this is the ESV, different from the CSB, but they actually have it here as the switch. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. Anyway, I guess I just read through that the other day with the SV, but the way the CS, the way yours, the CSB had it, just drew that out. It it brought my attention to the fact that there is that second voice, this double voice going on. Part of it is the way they laid it on the page and they put these dashes, you know, to to really draw it out. But I mean, even as I look, it's the same way with the New King James. Yeah, I have dashes in the It's not highlighted with dashes in the New King James, but there is this, yeah, change in person. And so again, if we take the view that this is Moses, right, who is the psalmist here and, and the singer here, you have him being the declaration and the example, I've done this, this is my way. Now, when you do it, people of God, you're going to have this. Yeah. And then the, the voice of God at the end of it, yeah. with his assurance, absolutely, I will be the refuge and I will lift you up and I will deliver. And so what happens is we get to these final verses and again, because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. Well, there's that first person again. And so our first thought is, oh, now the psalmist is speaking again. 
again. Mm-hmm. Except we hear what this this voice says, and we're like, oh well, that's not the psalmist. The psalmist yeah. can't make that declaration. It's beyond the power of the psalmist to do that. Yeah. So so that's what causes us to say, oh, this is actually supposed to be God speaking yeah. back, responding yeah. back to that, and which. Again, you know, to this idea of, of Moses being the author, author of this psalm, he would be holding himself up as the leader, the prophet, the example, saying, I'm doing this first. And that's not to say that a David would not be that person. No. But Moses certainly was this key prophet of God. All the people were to look after him. He had an authority and a way of speaking that uh, he had no equal. So let's just put this into Moses's time. Let's just have Moses being the author. I really think that's what's going on. But for a moment, let's just assume it, even if not everybody agrees with me on that. Let's just assume it. And let's ask ourselves, Moses writes this psalm. He presents it to Israel. He says, this is what happens when God is your refuge. You have to get done with this psalm and say, what on earth would anybody do but let God be their refuge? Yeah, good point. Why would anybody say anything other than, you are my rock, you are my refuge, you are the God of my salvation, you are the God in whom I trust? Why would anybody say anything other than that? And so now what we would expect is for Israel to say, yes, going to follow you, going to do exactly what you said. That's what we expect, yet that's not what happened. <laughs> well, it, it's certainly not how the history played out. Uh, I love the idea of, of um, Moses being the writer of this and this song, particularly when I think about how Moses wrote a song, a song of Moses in uh, the we end of Deuteronomy. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, for why? To prepare the people to go live in this promised land live faithfully to God in this promised land, and Moses was not going to be there. And so we know there's one song that he gave them for that kind of instruction and preparation. Uh, what if there were two? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what, what if we find a second one here in the Psalms, right, that would be about preparing and teaching the people to live in this promised land and understand, don't take any of this for granted. God is truly your refuge and dwelling place. You've actually anticipated my own thinking about this because that in Deuteronomy 32, we do have that Psalm. And, and in reality, honestly, Deuteronomy 32, it's like the same Psalm except opposite. As Psalm 91. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Deuteronomy 32, the song of Moses, as we often call it, is at least the last part of it is like it's mentioning all the same kinds of things except opposite. And what I mean by that is Psalm 91 says, obey the Lord. And here's all these great things that are going to happen to you in in the positive. Yes. Right. And in Deuteronomy 32, it's yeah, but I know you guys aren't going to do this. And here's all the bad things that are going to happen to you. Then you have the negative. You you have the warnings and the judgments. In fact, look, I want to go back in Deuteronomy 31, the last paragraph. 31 or 32? 31. 31. Okay. Yeah. 31. The last paragraph. I'm going to follow almost the last paragraph. I'm going to follow along. Uh, When Moses had finished writing, I'm in verse. uh, Okay. Glasses. Let's focus. Verse 24, when Moses had finished writing the words of this law in a book to the very end, Mm -hmm. Moses commanded the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, take this book of the law, put it by the side of the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, that it may be therefore a witness against you. For I know how rebellious and stubborn you are. Behold, even today, while I am yet alive with you, you have been rebellious against the Lord. How much more after my death? Assemble to me all the elders of your tribes and your officers that I may speak these words in their ears and call heaven and earth to witness against them. For I know that after my death you will surely act corruptly and turn aside from the way that I have commanded you. And in the days to come evil will befall you because you will do what is evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger through the work of your hands. 
That's some. That's that's a real prophetic call right there. Is what we call that, right? Well, yeah. Look, Moses went up while he was still alive. He went up on the mountain. I mean, like minutes after God had said, "Don't make any idols." He went up on the mountain. And I what mean, did, what did it they, may have been a few days. It may have been like a month. <laughs> you know, I hear what you're saying, and you know, as far as stiff-necked and rebellious people, I mean, they tried to kill him a time or two. Yeah, they tried to come after him. Yes. Yes, even after Sinai, after the Red Sea, after all of these blessings, that's exactly what happened. And so Moses says, look, I know how this is going to pan mm-hmm. out. I, God is promising you all these wonderful things and these amazing things, but I know you're not going to do it. So I'm going to give you this song. I want you to learn this song because what I want this song to do, and I, I really think that Moses' intention with the song, even though it becomes predictive, it's not that he's just trying to predict what's going to happen. He is trying to persuade them not to let it happen. Sure, He's sure. giving them the song saying, look, know this song so that you don't do what this, this song says and and also hey when we're singing this song and these things are happening all around you well that's a real teachable moment to you you have strayed far from god yes <laughs> we, and <laughs> you when, need to when, repent when you see these things when happen. you see these things repent absolutely so here's the thing that happens in deuteronomy 32 and verse 15 in the song itself again man i'm now it's my turn for the glasses to have problems. You were having problems a couple of weeks ago. Then you went and got new glasses. Got I mean, new glasses. I may need some new ones here. Uh, okay, so talking about Israel in De- the last half of Deuteronomy thirty-two fifteen, then he forsook God who made him and scoffed at the rock of his salvation. This is what Israel's going to do. Gonna scoff at the right. rock of salvation. So now, as we go through this, rather than protecting Israel from arrows, like Psalm ninety-one five says, God is going to spend His arrows on them. Deuteronomy 32 and verse 23, I will heap disasters upon them. I will spend my arrows on them. And then we get to Deuteronomy 32, 42, I will make my arrows drunk with blood and my sword shall devour flesh. Rather than avoiding pestilence and wasting disease, as Psalm 91 verses 5 and 6 tell us will happen in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 24, they shall be wasted with hunger and devoured by plague and poisonous pestilence. I will send the teeth of beasts against them with the venom of things that crawl in the dust, which Mm. actually ties to something we got later here. Uh, We've got uh, rather than missing out on the evil that falls on the wicked, Psalm 91 and verse 10 there in verse 23, that word disasters is the same word as evil. Rather than keeping their foot from striking a stone, as Psalm 91 and verse 12 says, in Deuteronomy 32 and verse 35, their foot shall slip. Uh, rather than treading on lions and trampling serpents underfoot, there in verse 13 it says that they will drink the poison of serpents and the cruel venom of asps. But we also recognize that statement in verse 24, I will send the teeth of beasts against them with the venom of things that crawl in the dust. In other words, Psalm 91 and Deuteronomy 32, like I said, it's like they're the same thing except opposite. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Psalm 91 is follow the Lord and here's all the amazing, wonderful things that will happen to you and for you. He'll do for you. Deuteronomy 32 is reject the Lord and here's all the terrible, awful things that will happen. And both, hey, hey, one. Yeah. Which, which song do you think they like to sing more? <laughs> Probably Psalm 91. Probably Psalm 91. Huh? But it didn't seem to help them anymore. No, it didn't. Because they still did what Deuteronomy 32 said. Well, that's exactly they would the way do. it played out. Yeah. And how disturbing and troubling to read these things. God's going to send his arrows on me and make me to drink the poison of the cobras and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's horrifying. Yes. God's yes. going to get me into this land. I'm going to be unfaithful to God. And look how God is going to punish 
Yeah. Now, all the all the positive things were going to happen there, according to Psalm ninety one fourteen, because they know the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But in Deuteronomy thirty two seventeen, all these awful things are going to happen because they sacrificed to demons that were no gods, to gods they had never known, to new gods that had come recently, whom your fathers had never dreaded. Uh, the the fact is, there's like even though Psalm 91 has only 16 verses, there are 19 verbal connections between Deuteronomy 32 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Psalm 91. Uh, the, these psalms go together. They, yeah. they 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 are opposite sides of the same coin. Absolutely, they are. Which to me is another reason why I see it as I, this is a Moses psalm, or at the very least, somebody who is straight up channeling Moses. Yeah, going from this saying, look, when you make God your refuge, here's how amazing and awesome it is. Whereas Deuteronomy 32 said, when you don't, here's how terrible it is. And that really goes along with what you find in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, where Moses on repeated occasions said, I'm setting before you life and death by God, God's mm-hmm. word. I'm setting mm-hmm. before you life and death. I'm setting yeah. before you blessing and cursing. Choose life. I, both of may these, live. That's both right. of these songs have the exact same point. The point and purpose of both of these songs is obey the Lord. Yeah. Do not yeah. turn away from the Lord. If you turn away from the Lord, it's going to be really, really, really bad. If you obey the Lord, it's going to be really, really, really good. Both of them had that purpose, and Israel decided not to listen to either one of them. Well, and the beauty of the of God and our God is his long-suffering, is his patience. Oh, yeah. Because we, we read these psalms and we, we see these purposes, and yet we read in the history that these events unfolded over centuries that finally God was done sending the prophets and 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 struggling with Israel and, and that there would be judgment. Yeah. So that leaves us with the question, he's setting before us life and blessing. Amen. Uh, and, and versus curse and death. Mm-hmm. How are we going to respond? Yeah. That's, that's the question. Choose life gonna, that we may live. Yes. Lord God, strengthen us. Place these things as re- reminders before us as well. I think about Peter as he wrote his letters saying that he knew he was going to die. And so he was putting a reminder before the people. Help us to always remember you, to remember your blessing, to remember your promise. Help us to hang on to that so that we can have this deliverance and salvation that you have offered and promised. And we're so thankful for Jesus whom who came into this world and was sacrificed so that we could have that promise. It's through him we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. You ready to have another...